0: This is a podcast of the Nuffield Department of Medicine. From his research centre in Thailand, Dr. Stuart Blacksell tells us about the challenges for an accurate and rapid diagnosis of tropical infections. Hello, Stuart. Hi. How good is the diagnosis of tropical infections in rural Southeast Asia? Unfortunately, not so good. Where we can actually demonstrate the infectious agent, such as a bacteria, a virus, or a fungus, it's not too bad. However, it can be quite time consuming and expensive. We would normally requiring us to grow the agent on something like a bacterial agar or using some sort of a molecular method such as a polymerase chain reaction to indirectly demonstrate the presence of the infectious agent. Unfortunately, many of the diseases we encounter cannot, can't be grown on the agar plates or we don't have the technology in the field And because of this, we have to rely on antibody-based tests using serum, and this is just a surrogate marker of infection. Unfortunately, the antibody-based tests are not very accurate because they are not very sensitive, that is, the limit of detection is not very good, or specific, that is, providing the correct diagnosis. Well, we can improve the situation by taking two approaches. The first is using a more direct method such as an antigen-based test, and combine it with the antibody-based test. Secondly, we can use a rapid test format, such as a pregnancy-style test, which we call a lateral flow device, to detect the antigen or the antibody. Can you give us an example? Probably the best example I can give is that of the dengue rapid test, which uses a combination of antigen-based tests and antibody-based tests using the lateral flow test. The use of the antibody or antigen-based test alone only gives us 60 to 70% accuracy. However, combining the two increases the accuracy enormously as as there is complementary dynamics of the dengue antigen and the antibody test during the course of the infection. What are the most important lines of research that have developed in the past five or 10 years? From my point of view, The most important lines of research have been in the comparison of commercial diagnostics for acute tropical fevers such as dengue, scrub typhus, leptospirosis and others to evaluate if they are truly accurate. Many of the manufacturers claimed that their tests are 100% accurate and this is simply not the case. And by performing comparisons with reference assay, we've determined that the majority of of the tests perform well below the manufacturer's claims. Importantly, this means the manufacturers have either improved their tests or they've gone out of the market altogether due to the poor performance or the lack of willingness to prepare new tests. So why does your line of research matter? Why should we put money into it? Put simply, if we can't diagnose the disease, we can't treat it. And that's why an accurate diagnosis is very important. Unfortunately, acute tropical fevers have a number of causes, such as dengue, typhus, leptospirosis, malaria and typhoid, just to name a few, and each of these diseases requires a different treatment. Without treatment, there can be complications with serious and detrimental outcomes for the patients. Improved diagnostics saves lives. How does your research fit into translational medicine within the department? Certainly by improving the accuracy and the rapidity of the diagnosis in the field then we can improve the patient outcome. This is most relevant when speaking with regard to accuracy improvements in rapid diagnosis of dengue virus infections. There are opportunities though to measure the impact of the improved diagnosis with relation to patient outcomes and this is something that our members of the Moru team are pursuing in a number of our clinical sites. The biggest challenge of being the safety officer for the program is that we're quite spread out. In fact we have seven sites and these are sometimes quite diverse in nature. This means that all of the sites we have to perform risk assessments to determine the nature of the risks and then to put in place interventions to ensure the staff members are not at risk of illness or accident. This requires a great deal of staff training and risk and intervention awareness. Also, in the safety office here at Moru, we have to keep up with the local and international administrative requirements, which keeps us very busy. Of course, there are unique challenges and working in the overseas environment, however, the benefits outweigh the negatives. Some of the challenges can be language and cultural differences. However, patience, listening, flexibility can solve most of the problems. The upsides are working with the people that you get to meet along the way, the cultural experiences, and the opportunity to do things that you would not normally get to do in a Western working environment.